Joining us on the podcast right now, we have a former Luton Town player, played 118 times for Luton uh, between 81 84. He's been a manager at places like Manchester City, Huddersfield, Brighton, Hull, Port Vale, just to name a few. I'm delighted to welcome Brian Horton to our podcast today. Hello, Brian. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming along. I mean, I assume that you've got a little bit of affection there for Luton Town, given the period that you played for us. Well, massive. Um, came in uh, 1981 and uh, walked into a, a very, very good team. Um, David Pleat made me captain straight away, which was great. I've been captain of Brighton for all those years and Port Vale. And um, we see the, the quality of the players as soon as I got in there. Um, you know, I can, I, can, I can go right through the team because everyone was good player, good people. We had good team spirit. Um, everything, everything was was there. Um, obviously, they just missed out before. And uh, David, David Pleat, who the most respect for, he made a couple of changes. Um, so three or four players went out, and uh, we just got off to a great start. And and obviously, it, it helps when you get off to a good start as a player that's just come in there, you know, to to win over the players and be yeah. part of them, you know. So yeah, it was brilliant. When I look at the team you play for, I mean, you're right, there was so many great players in there. Um, you, you, you couldn't begin to name them all, could you? That, that's the problem. And, and the style of play was really, really good. And it was a time in my Luton fan watching days that I thought we could beat anyone. It was... Uh, what the gaffer did was unbelievable. I, I, I'd never played in a system that, that he'd asked us to play because... Um, I'd always played in a four-four-two system as a midfield player, and then when I joined, uh, the gaffer said to me, "I want to change your role. I want you to be the city midfield player in a four-three-three." Um, and I'd never done it before till we started, you know, pre-season and, and then went into games. We won our first two games at home to Charlton three-nil. I waited QPR first ever game on the AstroTurf, and it suited us because he just insisted that we play football. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have us uh, just hitting long balls and chasing balls. We had to play through midfield. We've got some brilliant forward players without having any big players, big strikers. Um, you know, that, that that forward line as a three was mostly wide left, uh, Brian Steen and, 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 and Whitey. And uh, the, the two midfield players alongside me were as good as you could get, Lil Fischil on the left-hand side and Rick Hill on the right-hand side of me. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going through the team basically, aren't <laughs> well, I? But... You mentioned the game on the plastic. Uh, I was there that evening. It was unbelievable. And that, that led to, you know, we didn't, as a fan, we didn't really want the plastic pitch at the time. But, you know, to go there and be the first ever team to win a league match on there is a little bit of history. Um, I can't doubt that the way that your team played when you played for Luton. Can you see any sort of similarities between what's going on now? Well, I can only see the similar, the familiar things as uh, familiar things that, that they're doing is they've got on a great run. The the managers come in and done a fantastic job, Rob Edwards. Uh, the players are obviously playing to exactly what he wants them to do. Uh, they're strong. They've got some good players, some quality players, and um, the system suiting them. Um, I, I fancy them. I really fancy them to uh, to do it at Wembley. Oh, I so hope you're right, uh, but I was I was thinking the other day you played in the game uh, at Main Road, didn't you? Um, that must have been sort of a, sort of an equivalent. It gave us ten years in the top flight. Um, 
Do you think the pressure in that game could be, well, firstly, let me ask you, what was the pressure for you in that game going, no, you had to get a result? Well, on the Saturday, when we played Everton, we weren't, we weren't any, any bother, but we lost to Everton, and then we lost away to Man United on the Monday. And then the Gafford Ranger testimonial game for Ross Jenkins at Watford um, on the Wednesday, I think. And uh, I didn't play in that. He changed the side completely after we with all the results had gone against us on the Tuesday night and we ended up in the uh, in the bottom two and having to go to Man City and win to stay up on the last Saturday. And obviously everyone knows what happened and again, it was one of the most uh, fantastic games I've ever played in. Um Antis, God bless him, he scored, yeah. came on and scored the winner. Uh, and uh, the rest is history, isn't it? I mean, it's just, it was just a, a marvellous day in the in the club's history. My contract was up that day. I mean, it was one of those things where, you know, I signed a two-year contract, but it's not like now you've got a year to go and you start talking about a new contract. It, what happened in those days, you, you fulfilled the contract and then then you, you started to talk. So, you know, my contract was up, as I said, and, and then once we stayed up, the gaffer taught me to stay in front of the, at least another season, uh, which was great. So I had three wonderful years there with, with the fans and, I lived in Harpenden, Radiantich actually, he lived in Harpenden, yeah. we used to travel together. And I just I just loved the, the, being there. The, the, the way the Gaff wanted us to play um, suited us. It suited the whole Kirk Stevens love to get attacking. Uh, Mike Stacksby centre-half, Clive Goodyear, Mal Donaghy, loved to come out the back four and play. We had different left-backs, Mark Edgewood, um, Richard Money. And of course, Jake Finley was probably... Um, one of the best keepers I ever played with, and uh, the, the spirit was in, incredible. Uh, I, I've never probably one of the best I've ever known in a dressing room. It was we all got on great together. There's no jealousy. Um, we we used to go out together to play golf together, go out together for meals and stuff, and it was just incredible three years for me. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about, again, like you said, the togetherness in the team back in the 80s when you were playing and the togetherness of our team right now. Um, do you think the, the players will be feeling a lot of pressure for this game? And, and how can the manager sort of keep everything calm? Because I feel that's quite sort of almost feet on the ground thing because this is an, an amazing opportunity for Luton Town and probably the best opportunity we've had for a long, long time to get back to the top flight. How does the manager keep everyone on their feet and keep them calm? Well, first and foremost, to see where the clubs come from that actually went into non-league and come back up and now going to Wembley. I never played at Wembley. I was fortunate to go with uh, Phil Brown uh, as assistant to uh, to, to uh, a playoff final, which we won. And um, it, it's difficult for the manager because everybody's different, you know, and um, it all depends what he does leading up to it. Um David used to take us away to Enlow Grange when we had big games, you know, and uh, and, and just do different things. And um, it, it's what he sees best for that group. He, he, he'll know them better than anybody when they need to go away or just do the normal thing, which some managers like to do. Don't change, don't change anything. Um, and obviously, it's going to be it's going to be tough, no matter what, because Coventry and Mark Robbins have done uh, again a, a wonderful job. So it'll be it'll be a tough game, and it's it's how the emotions. Uh, you know, can be overcome very quickly. Really, I um, I'm a bag of nerves already. We've got a few days to go to the final, and uh, I'm literally a bag of nerves. Everyone's dreaming. Everyone, all the fans, everybody I know that's 
been asking me to get them tickets and things, which, uh, you know, only the regulars come with me, I'm afraid to say. Um, everyone's dreaming, but can we just win that one more game, do you think? Yeah, as I said, I fancy, I fancy Luton to do it, and, and I sincerely hope they do. I mean, it, you know, obviously the talk at the moment is of what will happen, you know, with all the big clubs going to Kenilworth Road. But all the big clubs came to Kenilworth Road when we were there. Yeah. And we had some fantastic games on there, you know. Obviously, the, the numbers of, of the crowd are limited, but they're fantastic fans, and I'm sure they're going to go in massive numbers on uh, on, on, on the day. And uh, I just wish them all the best and uh, to, the, to Rob Edwards, Gary Sweet, uh, who's been fantastic with them whenever I want to come down. And, uh, and and all the fans, it's, it's a wonderful club. Where will you be watching the game, Brian? Unfortunately, I can't go. I was wanting to go. Unfortunately, I can't. It's something uh, that I can't I can't uh, get out of. And uh, but I'll be watching it at home. Um, I'll be shouting them on. And uh, I, I honestly have great. Uh, what's the right word now? I just I just have great thoughts that they're going to do it. You know, I've, I've got no doubts in my mind that they're, they're going to go and win it. With anything, Brian, talking to you now has made me even more nervous, but uh, I, I hope you're right. I thank you so much for your time, and uh, let's hope that we can have another chat at some point where we can talk a little bit more about your career at Luton Town, and uh, let's hope we're both celebrating that come the end of the game on Saturday. Anytime.